Hey, this is Bob in the Don't Die Podcast, brought to you by Ohana Fest down in Dana Point, and brought to you by Live Nation, bringing you concerts all over the world. It all begins with getting off drugs, people. Let's go out and live life. Get sober, get the right treatment for you, and stop dying. Stop dying, Mike. That's what I'm doing every single day of my life. Not oh dying. Oh, my God. You look terrible. You look awful, man. <laughs> Why do we have to have the video on if nobody's watching? (laughs) I look terrible on a good day. I look awful today. I've been feeling awful for days. I got my booster shot last Thursday. Yes. And it kicked my ass. Worse than the second shot. And I was sick and and not sleeping and just dealing with it. And where did you get it? Where did you get it? uh, Well, let me... I'll explain it. So... The whole time I've been studying the whole thing, all the different angles. One is, are you being selfish? The rest of the world doesn't have COVID shots and you're getting a booster shot. Well, I've got really bad liver disease and I'm immunocompromised and I'm on the list of people. And the, and I, I have the six things of people that can get the booster shot right now. It's only 1% of the population. And one is... Of all things, I get stem cells done by a great company in Irvine, where your children and ex-wife live, in Irvine called Pacific Stem Cells. And I get them done for my liver to rejuvenate my liver because I'm too healthy to get a new liver, too unhealthy if something bad happens. So I'm in this little category. Can I ask a question about the stem cells? Did you get them taken from you a long time ago? No, no. Yeah, I've done that before. I have Elvis's cord blood, but this is um, cord blood that comes from uh, UCI, mm. University okay. of Irvine. So I get I get stem cells done. I used to do it every 90 days, but now I do it about once every six months. So on there, it says if you do stem cell transplants for and it lists one of the things is liver disease. And I'm like, oh, my God, I don't even have to lie. I actually am on this list. So, so, but still, they, I don't know, it was weird at the pharmacy. So it was at the Vons here by my house. And they have a big sign out in front, COVID booster shots available. So then, you know, and I was just going to Vons to go shopping. <laughs> and then I see the sign and I'm American. So I was advertised something. I want to get it. So I said, I am this. And I, I said, do I need to get my medical records? Because my friend, Mike Berkowitz, who, who runs a stem cell company, I know it's like, you know, it's getting time where he's leaving. It's like five o'clock, four, it's like 4.30. And I'm like ready to text him to send my medical records to this fucking Vaughn's pharmacy. You know what they say after you're struggling with all of this and all the morality of it and you know, the people in India are only 5% vaccinated people in America and Texas, they don't even want the vaccines and they're throwing them away and all the selfishness and sickeningness of the world, let alone Afghanistan. Um, th- and I'm feeling all this guilt, but I am on the list of somebody. I want the booster shot. I don't want what happened in Israel to happen to me, which is Israel was really had wiped out the original COVID-19 and they rushed to vaccinate. And after about six months, they found a huge dip in a lot of the people's antibodies and everybody got infected. Now Israel's a, a, you know, a disaster. So I'm at that seven and a half month point. So I'm like, I need this. 
I don't want to get COVID because I got yeah, little right. kids that interact with school. Elvis Gee, going to school. Gee, so, Bob, I've never known you to be impulsive like that. You know, I've always known you to <laughs> just think to get, things out. Before, get, you're just staying I, in line, and all of a sudden, ah, oh, it was yeah. the sign. It was a big sign. It's a COVID <laughs> booster on one of those standouts out in front of the Vons. And I got my cart and I'm going in. I was going, this is funny because Chrissy, my wife, said that. I was going in to get double shots of Starbucks, <laughs> seltzer water, string cheese, and, and fruit. And I ended up getting the COVID booster shot. <laughs> so anyways, but let me tell you about this thing. So I'm struggling with all the morality of it. Do I deserve it? Should I do it? Da, da, da. I was going to do it whether I qualified or not, really. But, but you know, I was going to try to. But then I'm on there and I'm thinking, I got to I got to text Mike Berkowitz to get my medical records here. And I said, so I can text my doctor to get the medical records sent here. How do we do that? And she goes, you don't need to do that. And I said, well, how do you know I've had stem cells for my liver disease? And she goes, we take your word for it. And I, I was like, do you I said to the woman, she was a grumpy woman. Too. She's not a happy person. I said, did, do you see a flaw in this system in any way? <laughs> like, so basically, anybody who wants a booster shot can get it. But in line were all these people getting their first shots. So yeah. I was like surrounded by COVID shot seeking people in the Vons. By right. the way, I've halfway shopped. So I've got my stuff in my shopping cart. And now I'm going into the pharmacy to get my COVID booster shot. So the kids, there's these two kids, and I, I kind of talked to them in the beginning, and I, they give you the choice, you know, because I said I, I had two shots of Moderna. I showed them my paperwork. Um, and, the, and these two kids, then they talk to her, them, and it's a boyfriend and girlfriend or whatever, sister and brother, I don't know which, but, uh, and they say, you know, wh do you know which, which uh, we have Pfizer or Moderna, Moderna, do you know which one you want? And they go, they said really fast, Pfizer. And I said, and I'd been, you know, kind of friendly with them. And I said, so they were getting signed up for that. And I said, you know, the Moderna is 4% more, more successful at, at preventing COVID infection. And they said, yeah, doesn't matter. And I said, 92% and 96% does matter. And they were kids and they were kind of friendly. And so I was talking to them. I said, imagine you're going to Vegas and you get all stoned. And you figure, let's take our money and put it on red or black. And red has a 96% chance of winning. And black has a 92% chance of winning. Which are you going to put your money on? And the girl says, you get the flu from the Moderna shot. So that information has gotten out to the public loud and clear. Right. The side effects of the Moderna shot. I already had the, sec the second Moderna shot and it was bad. And I had that inner ear thing, but I'm just, whatever's the most successful, I can fucking deal with the flu. I'll fucking deal with the flu for a few days. Right. So, so I'm this big shot at the COVID Vaughn's shot thing. And I'm saying, yeah, the flu is nothing. I get my shot. I come home at one o'clock in the morning, like seven hours later, I woke up just feeling like shit. <laughs> like I like I didn't feel after the second one. That was nothing compared to what the booster felt like. And I don't know why this is. And people are going to say, oh, you're you're spreading whatever disinformation or you're not. That's not what the Moderna facts say. This is what happened to me. I'm an and anybody that uses man. this show for uh, that kind of information, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, there's nobody. Yeah. 
but there's a lot of people I, I think would take my experience with it. So sure. I'm up all night Friday in the Friday morning, just feeling like shit. And, and then that lasted off and on like neck aches. I still got terrible neck aches. So I get through it. I know it's going to end just like dope sickness ends, Mike, right. you know, you're right, either going right, to get right. dope or you're going to get better. And we've been I dope remember, sick a lot certain, when we were junkies. There's certain kicks you remember. I remember I was getting evicted out of this apartment on 6th and La Brea that I was there. I lived there with that, you know, with Stacey Granrock. Remember that? Sure, that, sure, that sure. Yeah. Girlfriend, wonderful yep. girl. I lived there and we, we hadn't paid her rent. And we were getting evicted. And she had gone to a friend's house or her mom's house or whatever, dad's house, mom and dad's house. And I was there alone and I was going to kick. And the reason I wasn't leaving is because I had bought the refrigerator that was there and I couldn't figure <laughs> out how to get it out of there because I didn't have a car. This is probably 90, 90, this is probably 93. And I figured since I got this thousand dollar refrigerator, they should let me stay here for a while. All I had, Mike, in that apartment, everything else we had taken out and put in storage um, at that guy Dean's house off the of sunset and, and, and Wilcox, uh, so I'm just in there. I have a turntable with speakers and the album Captain Fantastic and the Brown Dirt Cowboy by Elton John. And I just yeah. sat there drinking water out of the refrigerator hole, you know, that, that you know, yeah. had ice and water, just water and Captain Fantastic for like two and a half days waiting for the sheriffs to come and evict me. And they never did. And I kicked listening to Captain Fantastic and the Cow Brown Dirt Cowboy. You know what it was like. I didn't know what day it was. Day was night. Night was day. I just said, given in. I'm going to kick. I'm going to get through this. That's how I felt Friday night and all day oh, Saturday. Oh, yeah. I'm just awesome. going to get through this. And by the way, Mike, look what yeah. I have right here that I've been listening to. Captain oh, Fantastic you've been and listening. the Brown Dirt Cowboy, my friend. <laughs> How nostalgic. This is the <laughs> album for dope kicking or COVID booster shots. <laughs> <laughs> Brown Dirt Cowboys. Yeah. Oh, right it's such on. a great album. There's, yeah. there's a song. The lyrics on it are amazing. You just either want to kill yourself or you believe in life. Yeah. So, so I'm listening to Elton John on Saturday. Um, the kids are avoiding me like nobody, you know, I made it out because I promised I'd go with the kids to Bob Baker Marionette Theater reopen. I made it through an hour of that. I was sweating. I was feeling like shit, but I said I'd go. I went. And so I come back here. I slept all the evening of Saturday into the early morning of Sunday. I wake up. 4 a.m. this morning, feeling pretty good. And so I just lay in and watch TV until everybody gets up. And at 9 a.m., a friend of mine texts me, you want Dodger tickets. Now, I've made it through the dope sickness, Mike. I've made it through the COVID booster shot that only 1% of the public even knows what it feels like to get. And I'm like, fuck yeah, I didn't want to go to the Dodger. So I asked Sid if she wants to go. She's my big, big Dodger partner. We snuck into opening day. We went to the opening day with no masks. She loves Cody Bellinger. I say, Sid, we got Dodger tickets today. And she looks at me and she goes, I'm doing my BTS dance class. So there's a <laughs> dance class online to learn all the BTS right. dances. Can't miss that. Not for a Dodger game. Cannot miss the BTS dances. Yeah. Dun, 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 dynamite 
So she's practicing her dance moves. We have to clear out the living room. She's on the TV getting the, the BTS dance moves. And so wonderfully enough, my mother-in-law watched Idris and, and me and Chrissy went to the game. Wiley was sitting next to us too. Right. So I got a Wiley update for you. So, um, and it's, and it said it was supposed to be 77. It was not 77 today in the city of angels, my friend, it was more like 86 and the sun just beats down at you at Dodger stadium. There's no escaping it. It's just like torture. So I knew we had the six o'clock podcast. I got out of there about four 15, got home at five. I said, I, I had something to eat, and then at like 5.15, I laid down, and I said, wake me at 6. Apparently, both Sydney and Chrissy tried to wake me several times. The sun yeah. had done something to my COVID booster shot where I could not be resuscitated. And that's why I was late, and that's why Chuck's not on the show, because he had to go to a birthday party. But I just wanted to get the message out to everyone, listen. I don't care if it's a flu. I am not going to die from the fucking flu. No. And it, without the vaccine, that's what could happen. I could die from the fucking flu. And Mike Martin, let me tell you something. I fucking, I've suffered the suicide of my dad, poverty, homelessness, drug addiction, mental illness, depression, suicide attempts fucking coming from nothing and building a life the scaffolding and reading yeah i was getting getting (laughs) guns put in my mouth with dougie in denver for no reason by the way i've I've had guns put to my head for drug deals gone bad but i was fighting with this guy was rude in denver i'll just tell the side story so dougie fresh our friend moved to denver remember to kick dope or to get away or i don't know but he moved to denver and then thorny swanson was playing in denver long after you left and dougie was there and he said hey you want to go over to this friend of mine's house code coke dealer friend of his <laughs> after the concert and i was like fuck yeah any friend of dougie's is a friend of mine so we go yeah. over to this drug dealer's house very nice house up in the hills above denver and this guy's, you know, one of those crazy coke dealers, the ones that used to set you off, like like uh, the bishop in in uh, in uh, Chicago. This guy's a braggart, and he's got guns everywhere, and he's a big shot, and yet he's living in some rich, you know, people's pussy house. I, I just knew that he wasn't what he was saying he was. And his wife came down and said, you know, it's two o'clock in the morning, and he told her to shut the fuck up and go back upstairs. And I said, what did you just say to her? What do you? What did you? How? Is that your wife? And he goes, yeah, fucking get out of here. I got guests over. And I go, don't speak to your wife like that, you fucking asshole. He pulls a gun out, and I grab the barrel of the gun. I put it in my mouth. I go, come on, you fucking pussy. You're not, you're Mr. Gun. Blow my head off, you fucking pussy. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I survived that, Mike. You should have seen Dougie. He was standing there like, what are you doing? We're just trying to get free coke. And you're making this a woman's rights issue. So, so oh 90, 93 or whatever. So I survived that. I survived washing dishes and the humility of Millie's and turn my life around and get everything together. I'm not going to die of the fucking flu, Mike. I'm not no. going to. It's no, going to take a take Greyhound it. fucking bus. I'm not going to look left. I'm going to look right and boom. That's it. It's going to take a huge one of those Greyhound buses that have the window and the roof, right? There's a second story to it. That's yeah. what's got to happen. Or a tsunami's got to hit Claremont and yeah. just sweep us all away. 
this something yeah. dramatic. I'm not dying from the flu that I could get a shot at fucking bonds and not die from it. <laughs> what is wrong with people? I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. Well, there's some very close people to you that don't believe in the Vons thing. Oh, uh, I know. I know. You know I'm what like... I mean? So I just, I'm very, I'm very aware of this. And I, I, you know, and I don't do it. I, I'm not, I do it for my children because I don't want their dad to be lost to some dumb thing that you're just in the, you know what I love nowadays is all the Facebook post by people that are anti-vaxxers as on their deathbed saying get vaccinated mike on my deathbed i promise you i will not go on facebook telling anybody anything no, what is be... wrong with these people <laughs> i don't know where are your children where are your know. friends but you can know you what imagine I... the last thought you have on earth is get me an ipad so i can talk on facebook i need to go on <laughs> facebook right now i'm about to die get me on facebook yeah, it's yeah. fucking. It's just so ridiculous. It's yeah. ridiculous, and every you know CNN, all the push, you know the clickbait things. They love it. Oh, this man, you know, was anti-vaccine, and now on his deathbed, he said this on Facebook. Like, are you fucking kidding me? You're dying, and your thought is, get me an iPad. I need to go on Facebook and make my statement about how wrong I was about Trump or something. People are fucking nuts, Mike. You know yeah, that know, they are I fucking know. lost their minds it right up until the moment they die. That's how sick everyone is. <laughs> Be with your yeah. children. Well, you know, there's so there's so many people making money off of this, this whole social media thing. It's just ridiculous. That's how it's ridiculous. I haven't people... gone on it in years. I don't give a fuck about it. I don't care about your food. I don't care. You know, you can yeah. send me a, send me a text message of whatever cool shit you're doing. I'm not going on that fucking cesspool of the internet to look at people's opinions of politics their food that they're ordering or their wonderful vacations they're having all this doesn't everybody understand that everybody lies there's an old tv yeah. show called house did you ever watch that show mike yeah it was the greatest show ever right. the theme of it was everyone lies <laughs> all the time yeah and so why the, why does anybody believe someone's life on the internet it's I all know. a lie an exaggeration of self-pity or an exaggeration of wonderfulness i know so many people who who carefully curate their online image for who you only have like 1300 followers so your whole life is dedicated to presenting a false sense of yourself to 13 other 1300 other people well, half of know. which are strangers to you they're just so, hoping for something, I guess. So I ain't dying of the flu. Fuck that. Right. It's going to take a Greyhound bus or a baseball bat in an alley or some, something, something dramatic. Or I'm just going to be sitting on a mountaintop like Lou Reed doing Tai Chi. And I'll just, I'll just drift into Chrissy's arms and be gone. Just like Lou Reed and, and uh, <laughs> what was Chrissy doing? What was Chrissy doing when you were getting the vaccine? Was she in the car? No, she was home. I'm oh. a chopper. We have a month old, four month old baby, Mike. Oh, right. <laughs> You're well, not taking I... a four month old baby to the, you know, there's a big COVID outbreak. I don't know if you know that, Mike. <laughs> Are you staying I safe, Mike Mart? I don't know. What, what I didn't Are know. Are you what staying safe? Yes, I am. 
I am. You know, I, I did a show last night. I I ran audio for uh, the Sweet and Tender Hooligans at the Music Box, and and the venue um, wear made a mask the whole time. Yeah, and the venue. I wore made a it, mask. I wore a mask today the whole time outside at Dodger Stadium. It was fucking yeah, hot. It was I kind of draw the line at outside when I'm not around. You know, I mean, because well, they, really. they they don't really kick you out at Dodger Stadium. To be honest, they just kind of suggest, can you pull your mask up? Like at Disneyland. Bob, the music box made everybody show a valid vaccination card. How do you do that? Everybody just takes that piece of paper? Yeah, they take a photograph of it or something. You know, oh, and okay. then, that, I mean, you got to figure there's got to be, there's probably some people that are cheating a little bit, but most people are probably just like, yeah, I'll just take a picture of it and go to the gig. No big deal. Yeah. So who knew? And, and I don't need, mean to be a uh, fear monger or anything, but if this Delta variant, is mutation is so so much more um contagious or whatever it spreads so much more i don't think it's more deadly it doesn't seem to be because the medicines are so good and everybody's learning how getting up to speed with it but right. if it is so contagious what's the next mutation like so this is my my dystopia fantasy mike everyone's gonna get it so yeah. mm. either prepare your immune system Meaning, get out there and start exercising and eating right and fucking get yourself healthy enough to beat it if you're against the vaccines, right? Start yeah. now. Start now. Get on the get to the gym right now. Tomorrow morning, 6 a.m., get down there, get to CrossFit, get yourself in shape, or go get a vaccine. It's, you know, everyone's going to get it. Everyone yeah, on the planet is going to get it eventually. There were a lot of people that were against vaccines before the COVID va came. You know, they live their healthy lifestyle. They're maybe surfers or maybe whatever. They're not really crazy politician following. They just are like, I don't want to be told to you know, the government to tell me what I can do with my own body. You they know, tell which, you what to do all the time. Can I just address that? These people are so fucking stupid. They tell you what day to pay your taxes. They tell you what side of the road to drive in. They tell you what to go, green light go, red light stop, yellow light yield. They tell you what to do every fucking second of every day. If your children don't go to school, they fine you. There's no freedom <laughs> in this country. These surfer dudes are fucking idiots. They're the same guys that they get the boot on their car for, for not putting coins in the meter. And they think they have freedom. They take your fucking car away, you fucking moron. <laughs> you have no freedom in America. That was given away a long time ago. Yeah. Freedom. What the fuck are you talking about? You want freedom? Try not paying your taxes on April 15th, you dumbass. You have no freedom in this country. They take half of your income. They give you nothing in exchange for it. They fucking process and? your food. They tax your gasoline. They tax you if you travel. They tax you if you buy something in another country and bring it back here. What freedom are they fucking talking about, Mike? Uh, they're just <laughs> talking about... Oh, my God. My COVID shot's hitting me right now. Oh, my God. I got to take a breather, gonna, Mike. You're going to pass out. Dude, I'm so <laughs> passionate about this. What? freedom so they pay their taxes but but but, <laughs> but they have some freedom to not take a vaccine that's in their best interest i can say if somebody said yeah i'm against the government i'm not going to pay my taxes i'd be like right on bro you're making a statement i hope you don't own a home because they'll yeah. take your fucking home 
What freedom do people have, Mike? I don't. I'm not sure about the rationale. I don't know. And now let's get really scary. They can take your guns. They took them away from Kurt Cobain. Yeah, right? but they don't. They they can't tell you that you have to have a finger removed. They can't tell you that you have to have. Not yet. A, they can't. You know, <laughs> they, you, they can't tell mean. that you have to have a tattoo that says "I'm from the United States" and it has a number on it. They can't. You know, that's sort of the extreme mentality that is being thrown around. You know that that this is. You know, uh, they're they're also not smart enough to realize they got nine vaccines with no consent. I'm going through it with Idris. He's gotten every vaccine. It's mandatory. You can't opt out of vaccines in America. How about this? Only one percent of the United States population is eligible. So and this is the first week of it. It only started on Monday. I got it on Thursday. So I might be three tenths of one percent of the American public that has the booster shot. Right. And I still wore my mask because it's courteous and polite to the people sitting next to me at the game, the people walking next to me to my car, to my seat. It's just courteous and polite. We have lost courteous, courteousness, decorum, uh, respect sure. for one another by, by, by insisting on our rights. Right. I'm, and people say, well, you just vented and ranted and raved about how stupid people isn't a cause calling stupid people, stupid, mean. Yeah, it's 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 how the world works. <laughs> it's how the world works. But but they are doing something that's causing a lot of distress in our society. Right. Yeah. It's the truth. And they cannot get vaccinated and they cannot go wherever they want to go. And they can talk about freedom. Here, here's an interesting thing about freedom. Do you think you have a right to drive a car in America? You don't. It's a privilege. It's granted to people based on merit. Do you think you have a right to, how come, you know, if there's all this freedom, how come some people get to live in mansions and some people have to live on the streets? I mean, what, you, is have that, to wear, you have to wear a seatbelt. You have to wear a helmet on a motorcycle all, in California. Your freedom has been infringed upon since World War II. Yeah. I would say, yeah, in the roaring 20s, you probably had freedom. But all of our lifetime, Mike, there's, it's limited freedom. And it's exactly. always called for the public good. So for the public good, we get measles vaccines. For the public good, we go si 65 miles an hour or less on the freeway. And everybody ab abides by these arbitrary rules that the government makes up. Remember when the speed limit was 55? <laughs> I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Right. It was 55 under Nixon, Ford, and Carter. And people were like, on the interstate, Mike, on Highway 40 between Barstow <laughs> and fucking bumfuck Albuquerque, the speed limit was 55 miles an hour. When most cars were eight-cylinder, 10 mile to a gallon, capable of going 140 miles an hour right there the speed limit the government said unless you go 55 or less we're gonna fine you is that freedom is that freedom mike are you subconsciously channeling a little uh sammy hagar here is that <laughs> <laughs> well yeah that, was a, that shows how dated that song is there's no one but people our age that remember the the federal speed limit was 55 miles per hour yeah, yeah. Now it's 70. I, I average 83. I don't know about you. Uh, 83 is good. 83 is, I always have this thing because mine has the numbers on it. 
And I always think 85 is a bit too fast. If I was a cop, I would stop me for going 85. But 83 in a 70, 83, 13 miles over, that's pretty good. So I always go 81, 82, or 83. Cause, and I've never been pulled over since I, since I adopted this. Coming back from San Diego, there was nobody on the freeway last How night. How fast were you going? And I was, I was hitting 100. That's freedom. That you have freedom there. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Pull me over you know, and give me a ticket if you want. I'm tired. I want to get home. I've been talking about this lack of freedom. When I worked at Las Encinas, uh, we found out Luisha and I, um, one of the people on Celebrity Rehab, we were both obsessed with car chases, right? So yeah. she told me about this app that notifies you when there's a car chase in LA so you can <laughs> run to a television and watch the car oh chase. Oh my God. Right? Yeah. And so so we were obsessed with car chases. And I, and one time there was one right near my house in Echo Park and I was texting with her and I said, it is the last American freedom to be in a car right. chase. That's the only person in Los Angeles that's truly free right now. They are not adhering to any rules or any laws that the government sanctions. They are not getting vaccinated. They are not going 55 miles an hour. They are not wearing their seatbelt. They're not going the right way. <laughs> They're not going the right way. And, uh, and I remember I was watching it on TV on that house in Boylston that I had. I was watching it on TV and the guy was going right down my street, Boylston. So I ran out and was waving it to him. And I was cheering him on, like, go, dude, you're the last American freedom rider. And then <laughs> Elijah was watching it. He was still in the house when he was like, this is probably, he was like 14. I went back in the house and he goes, did you just cheer on the, the guy evading the police? And yeah. I go, yeah, he's the guy's like, he's the last American freedom. He goes, dad, he's, he's accused of attempted murder of his girlfriend. And oh I was my like, God. oh, uh -oh. My bad. I didn't know <laughs> that. I thought he just, I thought he just, I thought this, this is a Bob Ford's logic. I thought, I said to my own 14 year old son, I thought oh, maybe shit, he just I robbed a liquor just store robbed or something. No, listen to this. I just thought he robbed a liquor store. That's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> That's totally okay. Yeah, I'll cheer him on. I get hope away. you get away. I hope you get away. <laughs> But Elijah tells me the guy murdered his girlfriend. I was like, oh, shit. And I was on TV cheering him on. Go, dude, go. Get away. So how this all has anything to do with COVID vaccines? I can just tell you I've been sick. So then I came home after being in the sun for two hours with Wiley, the great fan of uh, the Don't Die podcast. Um, Wiley told me a couple good stories I got to recall for you, but but and i got home and i swear to god i just somehow i just said i need to lay down i laid down and no one could rile me i couldn't i i don't even remember them trying to wake me up so that's why i missed it and i'm sorry but i'm here now and i'm feeling yeah. good so let me tell you a story wiley tells me. he says you know wiley wiley is crazy i don't know if it came across how crazy wiley is <laughs> on the podcast we had him in he seemed pretty professional on the podcast yeah. To have the job responsibility he has and be as crazy as he is, that's what's he, that's like the final rebels of the world. There will never be another Wiley. No. Somebody that powerful and that crazy, right? Not completely crazy, but just rogue sort of, you know, thinking he's got a... He's, he's got pretty out there. So let me tell great. you the story. He's so great. He goes, 
he goes, you like Woody Allen a lot, right? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because nowadays, liking Woody Allen is not a popular thing. Sure. So he goes, you know, when I was a kid, I met Woody Allen. And I was like, oh, my God, here we go. What kind of story is this <laughs> from old Wiley? And he goes, yeah, my mom was friends with Karen Black. And, and Karen said she needs some work. My mom is going to help her sew some stuff for, a, for, a, for costumes for a movie she was doing. So we went over there and to her house. And he said the name of the apartment, the Fremont Apartments or something. Yeah. And uh, where is that? The Fremont? Uh, what is that? Is that in Hollywood? Know. I'm not sure. Is that on Vine? Is that the one on Vine? I've heard so it. cool. Yeah, it's That's familiar. Like, I, think, I think, yeah, Man Ray lived there or something. Yeah. Anyways, so they go over there. Wiley's like a little kid, like 8 or 10, 12 years old. And they go over there and Karen Black's cooking a chicken. He remembered. And her mom's there in the kitchen. And there's this guy in the living room reading a script just yeah. in the Karen Black's living room. And Wiley goes over to talk to him and it's Woody Allen. So he's <laughs> Wiley as a kid is in an apartment with Karen Black, the great actress from, from five easy pieces and easy rider is cooking a chicken <laughs> for Woody Allen, who's reading a script in the living room. And little Wiley is in, is in the middle of this with his mother. Yeah. And he said, and um, I didn't know what to say to Woody Allen. <laughs> and I go, like a 12-year-old would not know what to say to Woody Allen. Right. And he says, so I was I trying love, to talk to I him. I love Sleeper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, this would have been Wiley's born in 66, 76. Oh, yeah. this would have been Annie Hall. This would have been in the prime of Woody Allen. This would wow. have been when Woody Allen's the biggest thing in the world. So, so while he's talking to me, he realizes Woody Allen's trying to read this script and he keeps interrupting him. So he goes back in the kitchen with Karen Black and his mother and he sees Karen Black is just pulling the guts out of this chicken. She had put the chicken in the stove, but hadn't taken the gizzards and the shit out. <laughs> and then she was doing it after it was half cooked and it's still half frozen. Oh. And he said, that's one of my childhood memories, watching Karen Black pull the insides out of this half cooked, half frozen chicken with Woody Allen, with Woody Allen in the living room, not <laughs> wanting to talk to me. Oh. That's why, that's what, that's why Wiley is Wiley. Yeah. Like yeah. who? Who has a life like that know, since he was funny. a kid? So, yeah, I sat next to Wiley at the Dodger game. Son was beating on me. I came home. I passed out face down, face down on Sydney's bed, right. just face down because I just was sleeping in our bed. I just and I woke up and my face was numb and I was out of balance. And I was like, I have a podcast. And Chris was like, you sure fucking do. I've been trying to wake you for 45 minutes. Then I tried to log on and you guys had already left and given up on, on yeah. uh, whether we could do this podcast. But I'm telling you, if you're a pro-vaxxer like me, get out there, get your booster shots. There's a list at the CDC website or at Vaughn's website, actually. It tells you the six categories. There's a lot of categories. Rheumatoid, ar rheumatoid arthritis right is one there's a bunch of names of diseases i don't know that i imagine a lot of our our uh, neurotic uh, uh sober brothers and sisters probably have For, former intravenous drug users not on there no but let me i could probably read it i, I took a photo of it to to <laughs> share with people i'm i'm uh very very positive about 
getting rid of this this uh, horrible plague that might kill my son. I don't think it'll kill my child. I don't think it'll kill Idris. I don't think it'll kill Sydney. I don't think it. I think it could kill me. It could kill Elvis. Well, it's not going to kill Chrissy. Nothing could kill her. Uh, <laughs> if you're receiving, you can't. Like you know, she's she is tough. a strong woman. She Bob. is a strong you're woman. Lucky. Cancer. I've seen two two human beings come out of her vagina. She's pretty powerful. <laughs> Uh, cancer treatment for tumors or cancer of the blood have received an organ transplant or taking medicines to uh, suppress immune system. So that's, that's all liver and kidney diseases. So pretty much if you have liver and kidney diseases from alcoholism and drug use, I think you, you pretty much qualify because, because if you take medicines to, to, support boost or suppress your immune system which is what antivirals are for hiv and aids um but here's what i was have received stem cell transplant within the last two years or taking medicines to suppress the immune system in relation to liver kidneys blah blah blah, blah. yeah and then have moderate or severe primary uh, diseases and they list that and that's where all the names of the of the weird diseases I don't know what they are Epstein Barr is not on here remember there was a disease <laughs> called Epstein Barr that everybody in AA got it, for a while is it still there is it still what around? happened to Epstein Barr remember like in 99 Didn't, 2000 2001 it was very popular disease to have yeah yeah it was an immune system disease right yeah I guess I don't know and I started I telling, and you know, I'm cynical and I, I have, wear my heart on my sleeve and I have the best of intentions and sometimes the worst of executions. Let's face it, Mike. Right. So a lot of the people I noticed who were claiming to have this new disease in the late 90s, early 2000s, Epstein-Barr, which I don't know what, the, what that comes from or whatever. I noticed that a lot of them were my female... Bob. What? And right here is where the medical disclaimer goes that says if you're <laughs> listening to this program, we are not doctors, you guys. We are not, <laughs> not don't, don't write us and say like you guys are doing this I wrong and blah, 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 because we don't know what the fuck we're doing. I hope people don't stumble upon this and think we know anything. We're right. Bob and Mike from Thelonious Monster, people. Don't listen to anything we yeah. say. Just go back and watch the movie, man, and you'll understand go everything. On. Hey, go on Facebook and find out the truth, bro. Go on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, so anyways, yeah. so I noticed that it was three of my girlfriends who had, you know, not my girlfriends, but girl, women friends of mine from AA that were sober that had what I would say a sprinkling of eating disorder. Let's say okay. maybe some had severe anorexia nervosa. Yeah, gently, gently, Bob. I'm trying to be gentle. So they, so they were very thin, frail, sober women, yeah. and they were claiming they had this new thing called Epstein Barr. And right. I said, "Do you think it's that you don't eat so good?" And oh my <laughs> oh. god, I got both barrels from my oh. friend. Oh my god, how could you say that? You're a fucking oh bob you're so and i was just like just trying to help i you know because there was no cure for epstein bar apparently apparently it was a yeast in your blood so i'm sure if epstein bar still exists any autoimmune system things seem to be you qualify for a booster shot but eventually 
there are medical conditions and things that trend, you know, they trend and then they go away. Well, the drug companies make them trend. Let's yeah. face it. Bought and sold. So anyways, I, I don't feel better, but I'm not going to die of the flu. And that is reassuring in ways that I just can't tell you. You know, when you're 60 years old and you're not in the best health and you got three little kids, you, you know, you fucking, you want to do what you can do to stay alive. And so yeah, I man. say, just as I'm, you know, try to eat better and try to, you know, take walks and ride bikes and do things, you know, to, so I could be around for my kids. I'm getting the vaccine for my kids, not for your, for your neighbor. If you don't like your neighbor, don't do it for your neighbor, do it for your kids or your grandkids or do it for somebody you care about or do it for yourself. But the politicization of this is ridiculous. It's not about freedom. You have no freedom. There's yeah. no freedom in this country. Do, do you know something that came up? Because I have some freedom fighter friends. They're Republicans, by the way. Um, do you know that if you take all that we pay in taxes in California, we pay about 76% taxes. Right. I mean, that's incredible. That's Between insane. federal taxes, state taxes, retail taxes, gas taxes, uh, property taxes, uh, the penalty taxes for tobacco and alcohol, it's unbelievable. 76% of your money goes to the government. And somehow these Huntington Beach 50-year-old surfers have convinced themselves that they are free. And they, Bob, and Bob, they're not pissed off that the churches do not pay anything. They're not pissed yeah, off about been, that. That, you if, know, that, Mike, that if Mark, you collected money, you, if the church paid their fair share, we'd have $83 billion every year. And we would not, and we would only be paying like 3% tax. Mike, you have been quoting that since the mid 80s. How did you become aware of how hypocritical the church not paying taxes is? Well, who told you about it? Your dad? I've been on it for a long time. Your dad must have told you about it. I have been on it for a long time. You have been on that shit for a long time. But I, I don't know if you remember, because I know you're Native American. Guess who else doesn't pay taxes, Mike? Guess who else is of their own nation who take care of their <laughs> own, Bob? The Indian Wait. nations take care of the five civilized tribes are nations within a nation and take care of themselves. I know, I'm themselves. just pointing out, like, I'm sure that the Quakers would claim they're their own nation and the Catholics, the, the Catholics are no, their they're own federally nation. recognized they're, nations, Bob. They I take know. care of their own. You don't That's think the Catholics like. are their own nation? They're their own no, world. They fucking they take money from the taxpayers and not pay, don't pay tax. That's right. They do take money. It's called tithing. Tithing. It's called yeah, tithing. And it's all because the the because the government thinks that they do such great charity work and they do they all do, this. Do. Hardly you know that, that you know that the Catholic Church. I'll just say say this. Do you know the Catholic Church? You know what its racket is in Los Angeles. They own most of the parking structures in downtown LA. That's fucking ridiculous. How, gr how great is that? These yeah. people think they're talking to Jesus. All they're trying to do is get some money to buy more parking structures. You want some freedom, people? Don't pay that parking <laughs> when you go down there. Just run through the fucking gate, man. Listen, you know, I'm, I'm not saying I have freedom. I know I'm a slave to the system. 
We're all slaves to the system. There's no such thing as freedom. When you get a parking ticket, just throw it away. They boot your car, Mike. (laughs) I used to do that. They put this orange thing. I tried to drive on it one time. Remember when they first came out, the boots? Yes, I I had it on my truck. I got booted. Remember the old red Dodge Dart I had that had the push button uh, transmission? Yes. I got booted on that. And I decided when I had had a few cocktails... Because it was booted right on Gardner around the corner from my house. Because well, I pulled it out there. You're not going to tell my story now, are you? The huh? one where I, the one where I had my, they booted my Chevy truck in front of me when I was married to Melissa, and so I went out there with a fucking sledgehammer and I just no no beat, no okay, I just beat it. I beat the thing to a pulp until it was just this ugly mess. But for it was an still hour. on Melissa your tire. Melissa thought I was nuts. It was on your tire though. But listen, what I did. So I I I had had twenty or twenty. 25 or 30 beers. I know people don't believe that, but there's people around <laughs> I county. Do. I, do. I, 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 I recorded a song at this guy, Tony Berg's house one time. He's a great producer, produced a lot of great records. And his daughter was only like 10 or 12 years old. And she, and they had a studio at their house. It was out by the, it was a pool house. And I had gone there just to record vocals on one song for Tony. And, and I apparently drank, 32 beers while I was there over a five hour period of time. And the little girl counted them because her and her dad, Tony, like cleaned up the next day. And she was amazed and she counted all the beer cans. And she goes, I saw her later as an adult. She said, you didn't even seem like you were drunk. And I was like, I wasn't. I was just like, that's my, that's my fuel. That's my water. That's how I, that's how I, uh, whatever, whatever, uh, it's hard uh, to explain to people how much beer you drank when you were, you know, but like, <laughs> like when you were in your like early, early Thelonious Monster days when I first met you and stuff. Yeah, you drank so much fucking beer. So much beer all day long. And I, but did I, I seem I, drunk? I would get drunk if I drank hard liquor, but I was just, I was just all right. So it was me and JK and Tree or some, just your average hooligans over at my house. And we were drinking all day and doing some coke or meth or something. And then I decided about midnight, you know, because there's not a lot of people on Gardner and Fountain. I'm just going to go out there. I'm going to drive that fucking car till that thing breaks off. How great of an idea was that, Mike? Because the car does go. You think it doesn't go. The back wheels are the ones that turn. The front wheels don't turn. They don't, they're not somewhere the power is. The power is in the back. I just oh, started so going you just and skidded, the thing, You just skidded along? <laughs> the things just started skidding. <laughs> <laughs> and I drove... I did a U-turn on the, I was on the east hand side of Gardner, right up Fountain. I did a U-turn and I thought, I'm going to gain some speed going downhill towards Santa Monica Boulevard. I was going like 40. That thing was sparking and fucking, it was like, it was like a Scooby-Doo wagon with like, with like skis on the front tires. And I was going down towards Santa Monica Boulevard. Now. I put the brakes on, which you had to pump them because the master cylinder was a little fucked up. I'm coming down to, to Santa Monica Boulevard and I'm, you know, pumping the brakes because I'm hitting a red light at Santa Monica and it's not slowing down. And, you know, the front, that booted wheel is not braking. The right hand wheel, front wheel is a little braking. The back ones are a little braking. I'm pumping to get the back ones going to get the brake fluid through. And I slide right into the middle of the intersection blocking traffic going on santa monica boulevard what do you think Uh, happens then mike car stalls car uh, stalls won't start 
I'm sitting in the middle of Santa Monica and Gardner <laughs> by the old Okie Dog with yeah. a boot on my car, smack dab in the middle of the intersection. What do you think I did, Mike? You walked away. Walked home. <laughs> yep. That's as far what as you're going to get with that car. What choice do you fucking have at a time like that? You don't have any choice. That's what you got to do. That's like me with the truck. I figured that if they're taking my truck, they're not going to fucking sell it. They're going to fucking, they're, they're going to have to tow away a piece of junk that has all the windows broken. There's not going to be a single thing on this old 67 Chevy pickup truck that they will be able to sell. <laughs> so I beat it with a sledgehammer. for. So in my case, I left the car there, walked back home, and those guys are still there. And they said, what happened? Because I was trying to get them to watch me break it off. And they came out for a while and watched me turn around and drive down the street. And then they walked back in the house. I walked in and I said, yeah, I'm just going to let that car go. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Because exactly. it was probably only worth 250 bucks and there was like $500 worth of parking tickets on it. Anyways, I'm not going to ever yeah. get $500 to get the food off. It? Now it's in the middle of Santa Monica Boulevard. Take it. It's yours. So, you know, and that back then they didn't have computers. They didn't even contact me about that car. They didn't ask, hey, your car's in the middle of Santa Monica Boulevard. Something happened. Yeah. You didn't have to report it stolen to fake the insurance. I didn't have car insurance. How about the fact that all through the 80s and to the mid-90s till I got sober, I never had car insurance. I never had health insurance. Yeah. I was 27, 28, 29. I think from like 90, 89, 90, 91, maybe I had car insurance and health insurance. But the rest of the yeah. time, nothing. You just drove cars that you bought. I bought a car from Leaving for 400 bucks. I bought that car from the neighbor, Tony, next door. She sold that red car to me, I think. I got that blue pickup truck Anthony bought for me. Yeah. Drove it until it got impounded. That got impounded on Fountain on uh, Vermont and Fountain. When I was at my girlfriend's house, yeah. it came out. My truck was gone. It was just a common thing. And how yeah. these guys who are my age that believe they have the freedom in this country. There's so much freedom when they've had as many cars as I've had taken by the government. They just take your car. You park <laughs> too many times against their rules and they just take your car. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah, How can yeah. you live a life that you experience that and delude yourself that you have some sort of freedom? It's crazy to me that they can. I mean, you look at the constitution protection of a prop a person and certain property how can they just take your car that's probably this besides well, your, you know if you break the law they take your shit you know but they make the arbitrary law that you have to put a dime in a metal box so that you can run into a store to buy uh, uh, some tinfoil to smoke some heroin what their, the hell's wrong with this country the rationale is that they fix the streets with that those dimes you know <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Fuck. It's a city. You know, it all, it's, it's all government. Though. It's all government, city, county, state, federal. The, the, the bottom line is you're not, and you're never free to do whatever you want. You have to follow some rule. The concept of society, a civilized society is that you follow rules and you, and you do things to live within the society and you conform to society's norms. But, you know? but it's for the, for the, and most of it now it's gotten so crazy in bureaucracy that it, I don't believe it's for the public good. But basically wearing the mask is to reassure my neighbors at Dodger Stadium. Yeah, I'm, I'm abiding by the rules that everybody's kind of set up. I don't want to wear a mask in the 85 degree heat when I've got my booster shot that I just suffered through the flu-like symptoms for three days. But I 
I did it graciously because I don't, I, you know, I'm part of the society. If these freedoms. And a good example, Bobby, is Japan. In Japan, if they have a flu uh, outbreak, an influenza outbreak or anything like that, most of the people have common sense and they say, I'm going to wear a mask because there's an outbreak of influenza. So most of the people walk around wearing masks because they have common sense. I know. But here that nobody has that common sense. You know, common that. sense. So anyways, I just want everyone to, to, uh, I don't, I don't want to influence anybody's ideas of what they should do. Really. I do what I think is right for my family. You do what you think is right for your family. Yeah. And, and, and that's the truth of that's the only freedom we have left is to be respectful of other people's decisions. Now I know that, anti-vaxxers think i'm crazy and think that bill gates implanted some tracking device in my system and i'm how can i be so stupid and naive god bless you bill gates is super fucking rich i think he's like the third wealthiest person on the planet why would he give a fuck what a bunch of dumbass poor people are doing why would he care do you think uh, do you think he goes around going i wonder what those huntington beach surfer dudes are doing today let's yeah. track them let's fucking yeah, track them mike I Let's know. see what they're doing. It's just it's ridiculous mm -hmm. that people think that like Bill Gates gives a fuck that they're even alive. Bob, that has gone, that sort of got like, cause you're not on social media. You don't know that has gone a little bit away. People aren't really the Bill um, Gates thing. Now what is it? Bill Gates is a child molester or something oh, like God. that. Or, you know, and like they've got proof. Is he eating babies with Hillary Clinton? It's always something, but I haven't heard. Have they ever noticed the one life. thing with the conspiracy people? And I have liberals that are conspiracists. I could name names. I won't say their names, but some of my closest friends and I laugh and I, you know, they can convince me sometimes Dick Root has convinced me of some things that are real questionable. And I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. But whatever. But the, there is uber liberals that are conspiracists. And, the, and then there's obviously this new version of, of this conservative weirdo Republican pseudo Republican conspiracy theories. The one thing that's interesting is the conspiracies that they believe in are always against them. Yeah. yeah. Right? So, you know, take it for what it's worth. I believe in the vaccine. I haven't gotten COVID. I've been to Disneyland maskless. I've been to Legoland for two days. I've been to Disneyland for two days just for Sydney's birthday. I go to the Dodgers at least once a week. Most of the time we've gone not masked. My kid goes to LA public school um, for this, tomorrow's the sixth day. Um, hey, I have, maybe maybe you got the Delta vi variant, and it's not because of the booster shot. <laughs> oh my god! What? What? A conspiracy theory? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> what if I did? I never even thought of that. <laughs> oh my god! I gotta go. The to booster's not going to be effective this, until I got to get an antibody fucking test. <laughs> oh my god! What are you doing to me? All right, so tomorrow night we're gonna try and have Chuck. <laughs> we're gonna have Chuck on tomorrow. We're gonna try and record another one tomorrow with Chuck. And all right, um, cool. And, and I'll, I'll be... try to get an antibody test tomorrow and see if I if I have the antibodies. <laughs> that would be that would be crazy if I had COVID right when I got the booster shot. Oh, your family would be in a quandary. 
Well, they're, they're, none of them it. are sick. None of them are sick, so we'd be pretty good. So, yeah, right. we'll record one and put this one out, and then we'll put the next one out. Um, oh, I love you guys. I hope it doesn't right. offend I never mean to offend people. I just mean to make you think. Disclaimer, you know, everybody. Bob you know, never I, never, offend- I, never, I never really <laughs> want to offend people. I just want to make you think. And how you make people think is with humor and with, you know, intensity and passion and whatever. But there's, you know, what I like is somebody who can make me think of, about my fixed mindset. <laughs> there are very few people in this world that can do that. I just um, did that with you. Bob. You just did that. <laughs> that I'm I locked you, in my belief system and Mike Mark through this whammy bar. Like, what if I got COVID? Wait a minute, Mike. It gets even crazier. So it was Sydney's birthday last week. We went to Disneyland Tuesday and Wednesday. That's then we went it. to Legoland Thursday and Friday. Then we had her birthday with a bunch of kids here on Saturday. And now I got sick on Thursday night, five days later. Better check it out. I could have COVID and the booster shot. Would that (laughs) make me immortal? I think that might make me immortal. If I... If I have the booster shot and I have COVID, I am <laughs> immortal. <laughs> that bus could hit you and it wouldn't even phase you. <laughs> I know. I'd just be like, back Bounce off. Bounce right off, bus. I have COVID and the vaccines. Oh, my, oh my God. God. All right. I'll talk to you tomorrow. I'll try to All get right. a back, uh, whatever it's called, the antibody test tomorrow. Okay, yeah, bye-bye. You can Good send away for them online. I wonder if they have them at Vaughn's. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. All right. Don't die, everybody. Well, don't die. I'm Tune not. in for Chuck Bye. on next week. Bye. Bye.